Wolf, get away from those sheep. Bollocks. You're listening to the Wolf and the Shepherd podcast. Broadcasting from Fort Worth in the great state of Texas. Now, get ready for this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Welcome to this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. It's time for another one of our In Other News segments. Joining us once again from On an Island with Pat Beeman. We have Pat Beeman. Pat, good to see you. Oh, good to see you, boys. Sorry I missed the last week. Yeah, it's been a while. See, we couldn't do this episode or this segment or whatever without you. Where have you been? Well, we were in India uh, doing uh, COVID shots for the less fortunate out there. Oh, right. Because you were actually immune because both you and your wife actually got the COVID the first time around. I I don't know if that makes us immune. We just said we're going for it. You know, the poor people in India, I know they're big fans of the show over there. Uh And uh, so we thought we'd go do our part. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. It's unfortunate to think we might have actually lost some of our Indian listening. So, uh, well... I didn't think about it that we way until you just said it. We need to set a PR campaign among the ones which are right. know, still out there, yeah. alive and kicking. Got you. No, that's uh, that's actually kind of sad to think about that our listening numbers might have dropped. Yeah. Pat, did you hand out any of those um, Wolf and the Shepherd t-shirts while you are out there? Not obviously to the people who were dying. That would have been a waste. But, you know, to some of the helpers or something. We did. You know, we wore loud and proud and, uh, you know, passed them out. So. Yeah. Cool. Good job. Cool. Nice. Now, most of the people we passed them out to were volunteers as well. So, you'll probably see spikes from right. France and oh, England. Oh. Not so much yeah. India. I That's true. I don't know if our podcast appeases the french i doubt it yeah i think i've said enough bad stuff about the french right before we start this week obviously this weekend big weekend if you're a woman mother's day Uh, so max the the problem the problem is though you do realize this isn't going to debut until long after mother's day that doesn't matter okay they don't know well now they do well the um fact you have a mother means you must be buying something on mother's day i am what are you getting a she I don't. Li- she doesn't listen to the show anyway. Well, she's yeah. your own mum, and she well, won't listen to it. Well, so. not only that, but then she would hear this after I've given it to her anyway, right? Right. Yeah. So, what if I change my mind and then I say what I was originally going to buy, and then I don't buy that, and I buy something else? All right. So you mean you haven't decided what you're getting her yet? You're going to get something on Sunday morning on the way to her. Yes. All right. Pat, is your mother still alive? She's not. No, mine neither. So if I'm going to celebrate Mother's Day, I need to get in on a seance or something. Yeah. Yeah. Now, down to the lesser important women, what are you getting your wives for uh, Mother's Day? Now, why is it that you have to get your wife something for Mother's Day? I don't know. See, because they are the mother of your kids and your kids... Not my problem. Exactly. Too busy buying... It's robot locks well but it's you know, not credits. it's not my mother my wife is not my mother so yeah. why would i buy her something for yeah. mother's day that doesn't yeah. make any sense yeah plus you should probably get her what she got you for father's day bloody nothing exactly yeah. well she could grill food because that's usually what i have to do for father's day right yeah it'll be another do-it-yourself job pat yep. what are you getting karen because we know you're buying us something, don't I'm not. I'll, I'm getting a card probably because I'll succumb to the peer pressure of that. Yeah. And uh, I've got an older daughter with a job and a car, okay. so I rely on her to actually pick a present up. All right. See, I'm right. honestly kind of surprised Pat doesn't buy a Mother's Day card the day after Mother's Day and then put it in his desk and then set a little reminder to say, hey, I bought that Mother's Day card for like 75% right. off. And then he pulls it out of the desk, gives mm-hmm. it to the wife, and then remembers the following Monday to go buy a new card. Yeah. Twice, I've got two different cards for occasions in my desk that I've forgotten to give and went and paid full price and then found them later. Oh, man. But that is a good tip. I mean, this is going to come out after Mother's Day. So yeah. go down to the store, go buy you a few cheap Mother's Day cards, throw them in the desk, and that way you've always got it taken care of. We're going to single-handedly cripple the yeah. greeting card industry. Yeah. Although if your mother is really old, don't go crazy and buy more than like about three or four because then you might end up just wasting. Ah, but you could resell them. Yeah. I might have, some people might think a bit bad luck buying cards, which were meant for a woman who's now dead. That's true. Yeah. Might place the juju on it or whatever it is. Right. All right. So hit us with some news stories. Now, I'm not promising uplifting stories this week, not because they're all depressing, but because whenever I try and bring in something which 
about a week ago previously amused me by the time you kind of read it with lucidity it is actually a little bit downy right yeah so first one instagram meme queen i didn't know there was such a thing with 5.8 million followers is accused of launching a smear campaign and trying to extort three hundred and twenty thousand dollars from pet groomer after an employee accidentally cut off the tail of a mom's Pomeranian. Went downhill quickly, didn't it? That went way downhill real quickly. I was celebrating her success on Instagram there as a major influencer, and then all of a sudden, a mum's dog gets its uh, tail it's, snipped. Yeah, but I thought Pomeranians didn't have tails. Don't they have those, aren't those those ones, those curly ones, so you can constantly see their arsehole? Oh. Isn't that Pomeranian? Unfamiliar with all most dog breeds. Other than Labradors and... Uh, Golden Retrievers Golden, and, well, and, and Beachless. No, remember, we get those two. We get the Labradors and Golden Retrievers kind of confused, That's especially true. at a distance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're basically the same dog. They are. The same That's dog. what Scooby-Doo Merge was, right? One. No. Great a, Dane. Oh. Stafford Terrier or something like that. $320,000 seems like a lot it for a tail. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure you could get a prosthetic one made or like a, one... 3D printed and like stuck on there with Gorilla Glue and it would do the same thing. You could probably buy one off Wish for like six bucks. Yeah, but you never know what you're getting from Wish. True. But it's yeah. for a Pomeranian, yeah. so what difference does it make? She might get a whole Pomeranian live sent in the mail. Well, there you go. Missing the tail, mm. ironically. Yeah. What yeah. if she got an actual tail from a Pomeranian and then it turned out to be the Pomeranian's tail? Yeah, that'd be some dark web yeah. type stuff going on there. So the dispute erupted after Riley's mother's dog, Noel, the Pomeranian, his name is Noel, N-O-E-L, just in case you were worried about uh, the name of the dog, uh, was injured at the pet store in January when an employee accidentally cut its tail. Healthy Spot, which is the name of the uh, said pet groomers, apologized to Noel's owner agreed to cover the dog's vet bills and fired the employee involved. Now, I don't know about you, but I think she's done enough there. To say oh, sorry. I think so too. You know, paid the bills, fired the person involved. I mean, what else are you supposed to do? Shame them on social media? This uh, meme queen, which I still don't like saying because I don't know if I've ever seen a funny meme by a girl. I kind of like you saying meme queen because I think you want to be a meme queen. Only at weekends. Oh. So, threatening to use a massive social media clout to ruin their reputation if they didn't pay up the money. See? So there you go. So yeah, social media shaming. I was right. Yeah. So the row erupted on Instagram leading to rabid animal rights supporters sending the pet store chilling death threats including or cut your effing arm off and kill them and they need to burn. So... Wow. There's some lessons in there. That Um, is serious. Yeah. Be careful with Pomeranian's tails. Right. Was this some sort of a famous Pomeranian, maybe? No, apparently the woman is the meme queen, who I've never heard of, Riley Riley Tully, also known as Riley Beak. Beak is in like a bird's mouth? Almost. Oh. Yeah, just one too many E's for that. Gotcha. There you go. Well, moving moving on. Moving on to Mo women mo problems yeah uh man who is in a polyamorous throuple or thruple with his ex-wife and his new girlfriend admits he has to schedule separate alone time with each of his queens to prevent jealousy okay you lost me a little bit on that because you said they're still all together but one of them's his ex-wife one of them's his ex-wife so one of them's his new girlfriend and he's in a throuple or thruple with them. So why did he get divorced in the first place if they all know about everything? I don't know. Pat, could you ever see having a second wife? Oh, absolutely not. No? No, but I am interested in the polyamorous (laughs) thruple. Well, that could be good and bad. Yeah. I'm not going to ask Max. No, no, that could only be good. (laughs) The shepherd doesn't want one wife, so there's no point asking me what you want to It just seems like that's an awful lot of work to keep track of. I mean, we were just talking about Mother's Day presents. Now, I mean, you'd have two anniversaries to keep track of and all that. I can barely remember one. Yeah. I'd kind of like two half-wives, if you get my meaning. What's a half-wife? Well, so put together equals one wife, but it's the duties are uh, spread between two people instead of one. Completely lost (laughs) me. Yeah. Okay. So what's your next story? (laughs) Well, no. You've oh, got there to, is you've more. You've got to hear more about this man and his queens. Right. Kevin Wesley, 
39 from North Carolina, met his ex-wife. Okay, let's let's be honest. I thought you were going to say Utah. No, mm. don't just happen in Utah, mate. Uh, and his ex-wife, artist Jamie T. Apostrophe Knee, uh, 39 at church when they were teenagers and they were married by 20 years old, um, got divorced, blah blah There's a lot more explaining that, but nobody's interested in that. With his new girlfriend, her and his ex-wife formed a platonic bond and kevin knew immediately that a thruple relationship might be a possibility so i'm guessing he kind of persuaded both of them look this is definitely what so here's the next question i guess you didn't do what you normally do and hold the phone up to pat and show him the pictures of the two women do we have pictures of these people yeah what are the two queens you want to see a picture of the two queens well that and the dude here we go well, now I know why they called them queens. I didn't see that development. No, I, I did right. not either. So now yeah. I now I know why you uh, kind of held back the picture until right. we started talking. Yeah, that uh, that's quite a wrinkle that you yeah. just added to the story there. Yeah. So this trouble only came about five years after the breakdown of the marriage. So you know, he gave them both some time to come around to the idea, kind of played his hand and, you know, congratulations to him. Hey, I think good, power. Yeah. good for his patience. Yeah. I mean, especially in this swipe left, swipe right world that we're in. I mean, yeah. five years to put into that. I guess he's reaping the benefits yeah. now. Yeah. Benefits, plural. Yeah, you got to put the hours in. Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah. I think we all agree it's probably well worth his investment. It's, yes. Yeah. 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 Mysterious headless beast spotted in a tree turns out to be a croissant after terrified locals in poland called for help pat does it bother you the way he says croissant well i'll be honest with you i wasn't sure what he's saying until you just said croissant yeah. and then I, it made a lot more sense okay. saying it, i'm not sure why to... there's a pastry in a tree yeah. but well yeah. yeah but it's just weird that's how to... it's supposed to be pronounced mate well that's how the french say it and well, it's a French word. I know, but see, you're saying a French word in an English accent, and Pat and I really didn't know what it was. That I, You're going to have to read this again, because it took me probably two or three seconds to realize you said croissant. All right, well, it comes up in the article more than once, so you'll okay. hear it. Anyway, the Krakow Animal Welfare Society received a panic call from a local describing a mysterious creature that had been lurking in a tree for days. The woman said that people had been frightened to open their windows in case the beast came into their homes. Inspectors headed to the scene only to discover that the creature in the tree, which appeared to have no head or legs, was actually a croissant. Yeah, it still bothers yeah. me. Yeah. Are you getting over it, Pat, or is it still bothering you? Well, no, I'm, I'm over it now that I know what he means. Ah. I, back when I, I wasn't sure what it was, I had trouble. So was this a croissant that was like locally baked or was this a store-bought croissant i don't know apparently the um animal welfare society got this message and it's on facebook which said uh it's been sitting in the tree across the house for two days people aren't opening their windows because they're afraid it will go into the house with some adding the mysterious beast was brown is that what color croissants are supposed to be because i don't know would you want to see a picture of it yeah they're overcooked probably is brown (laughs) <laughs> Am I not really sure what a croissant is? Well, I mean, we're talking curled, curled light pastries. Oh, kind of half... that's, that's like one and a half croissants. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when it's left outside in the... It's, it is mysterious looking, yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't look like a croissant to me. Well, listen, there's more information here. Oh. While animal welfare workers suggested it could be a bird of prey, the caller said it looked more like an iguana but she couldn't remember the name of the lizard iguana and initially called it a lagoon, potentially adding to the confusion. A lagoon? Isn't that a type of bean? I thought that was a body of water. Yeah, she went with the body of water Yeah, thing. So, inspectors visited the area, concerned that a reptile may not survive in the cool spring temperatures. They eventually spotted something in a lilac tree, noting that it had no legs or head. We already knew that we could not help this creature, the mysterious lagoon. It turned out to be a croissant, the society wrote on Facebook. I said I hoped that the bizarre incident 
which we believe was genuine, would not discourage others from reporting their animal welfare concerns. The society said it had also gotten calls about abandoned cats, dogs, and even fish. There abandoned were... fish? Yeah. How do you abandon a fish? It's pretty easy. I'll bring one into the studio and just like leave it on Pat's desk and make a quick runner without him seeing, and all of a sudden I've abandoned a fish. Yeah, but With the or fish... without the water? Yeah, but the fish is going to die if you well, abandon no, I'm, the I'm fish. Gonna bring a bring it in a thing and when he's on the phone or when he's playing solitaire on his oh did they eat the croissant i don't know if it's in france they probably would but i doubt do they eat poland do they eat ham and cheese and on croissants in poland i have no clue i don't even know that they have them in poland oh well don't they have them everywhere no they don't have ham in poland no i thought you could get polish cheese though so they could put cheese on the croissant well, maybe you can. I just didn't know that Poland did croissants. I mean, I don't think I saw one until I was about 14 years old. Did they not have croissants in the UK? No. Well, they didn't used to have, but then I guess... The whole EU came along yeah, and introduced decided croissants. they wanted a fluffy, lightweight... Just the English muffin, I think, was probably what they had oh, in the yeah, UK. yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, you don't want too many yeah. breakfast pastries fighting right. with each other and let's yeah. be honest the english muffin is yeah. probably one of the only good things that ever came out of the uk because i mean egg mcmuffin sandwiches those are fantastic yeah okay this next one it's not it's not happy but it's not depressing i think it's quite touching literally loving a glove covid patients are comforted with fake hand filled with warm water so they do not feel alone in brazilian hospital oh that's creepy there's a picture of it and it's basically just a surgical rubber glove filled up with warm water, which has been laid upon somebody's hand, laying in bed who obviously can't get away. Look, they're in, they're, it's actually two tied together. Right. And yeah. they're sliding yeah. their hand in between them. Yeah. Did you see any of that when you were in India giving these COVID shots? The Indians don't have surgical gloves. That's, that's, uh, we just went bareback. Oh, gotcha. Oh. So, yeah, it's actually two hands. Um, I wish I'd have thought of this as a teenage boy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. So, image showed a hand of a bedridden patient being clasped by two rubber hands. Sorry, by two rubber gloves clasped. Yeah. <laughs> Not being held. Well, being yeah. Clasped. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, yeah. you know, Pat pointed that out from the picture. Yeah. I didn't even catch it from the picture. Yeah. Makeshift solution was created as a way to simulate human contact in isolation. It didn't feel like the trying to see does it? Two disposable gloves tied full of hot water, simulating impossible human contact. Salute to the frontliners and a stark reminder of the grim situation our world is in. Other social media users were quick to praise the efforts of healthcare workers. All this over some gloves. So, yeah. As do a touching you, story, uplifting story. Yeah, do you think they got that idea from somewhere else, though? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Moving it's on. You, it's given you some ideas, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apparently, it's given Pat some ideas. Yeah. It's a uh, failed robbery. It's called No Sense Between Them. And by sense, it's spelled C-E-N-T-S. A oh. clever little play on words. Go, going for the yeah. pun there. Yeah. Oh. Lowest form of wit. Two women aged 39 and 61 try unsuccessfully to use a $1 million bill at a Dollar General store in Tennessee. Whose face is on the $1 million bill? Trump's, wasn't it? Oh. So were they trying to buy the store, or were they like getting a pack of gum and looking for $999,999 uh, and change? Well, Amanda McCormick and Linda Johnson, not the two names I expected, I will be honest with you, went to the store last Monday. The pair had a shopping cart full of goods, including gift cards for other stores. McCormick presented the cashier with a fake bill, claiming she'd received it in the mail from a church. The cashier called the cops. Once there, Johnson, 61, said she knew nothing about it. The pair were banned from the store, but no other action was taken. I'm sorry? No other action was taken. They were just banned from the store for trying. Wow. You can show up with Monopoly money, and if the clerk doesn't catch it, you get away for free? Well, when questioned, McCormick said she received it in the mail from a church and that she intended to distribute the gift cards to homeless people. Now, which, which one is which? Is that the, the older one or the younger one? Uh, yeah, no, McCormick's the younger one. Remember, the old one's gone a bit 
like she's got Alzheimer's and says she doesn't know what's going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm with you. So yeah, they've now both been banned from the Dollar General and I'm not sure it's just down to that store. I think it might even be a statewide or even nationwide ban. Do you think they just thought, you know, first time let's go big or go home or has it been building up to this? You know, they already passed a half a million dollar bill and thought, right. let's give it a shot. All right, with the old woman, Johnson, it says, played dumb telling the police she had no idea about the money or where it had come from and that she was just running errands with McCormick. It's unclear how the two women know each other. They were running errands together, but they right. don't know how yeah, they know each they other. They couldn't manage to find out. This the is police t- didn't manage to find out who, okay. how they knew each other. All right, I need you to be honest one thing. Yeah. Just for a minute, okay? Did you write this news article? No, I did Because this not. sounds like the kind of journalism it, that you would do. This sounds like the type of crap I would write. Yeah. No, but... I, a, I didn't, and B, yeah, that's what it says. So it doesn't, it's unclear how the two women know one another. Oh. Right, When's out. the last time you tried to use a $2 bill in a store? Uh, Never. Really? Think. Yeah, I don't think I've actually ever had one. You're kidding. No. Pat, what about you? Love the $2 bill. Yeah. When's the last time you used one in a store? Gener- uh, it's probably been 15 years since I used it oh. in a store. Generally, I, I like to save my $2 bills for tips. Right. Uh, you know, if I'm going someplace, I'll go down, get some $2 bills and... Gotcha. So, here's a challenge. Next time you go to the bank, which most of the time nobody goes to the bank anymore, but go in, get some $2 bills, and go around to, like, convenience stores, basically places where they have people behind the counter that are less than, say, 25 years of age. Most of them have never seen one and think they're counterfeit. Fun little game to play yeah, if you like have a lot, a like lot of time lot of to work to go to just to probably get what will be a lackluster reaction to the prank. Well, that's how I entertain myself on the yeah. weekends. Now that he's got that story with the two gloves that sew together, you've got a second way to entertain yourself. Yeah. Well, not only that, but yeah, I, I wonder how many gloves I can get for two dollars. Pro- well, those some surgical gloves you can get them pretty cheap at Lowe's or Home Depot. Is that where hospitals buy them? Yeah, well, have you not seen like? lining up first thing on a Monday morning like about 5 o'clock in the morning I thought they were visiting the hot dog guy because they have that stupid thing like two boxes per customer and if you're a hospital you need more than two boxes of gloves so they have to have multiple doctors and nurses buying the boxes of gloves Okay, and then well, they just drive them to the hospital. That makes sense. So, uh, so public service announcement: Don't go to Home Depot early, early in the morning because on Mondays, on Mondays, yeah. because our frontline workers a, need to go spe- buy yeah, gloves. It opens especially for one hour just to let doctors and nurses buy two boxes of twelve count gloves each for the hospital, and some of them have to come back and do it again. Uh-huh. Pretty yep. small box, there's only 12 gloves in there. Oh, yeah, it's like barely thicker than an envelope. Well, 12, 12 pairs of gloves yeah, or 12, 12 gloves total? Well, actually, you know, I don't know. It just says 12 count, so maybe oh. that's just, you know. Six. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's sad. Well, you've only it's... got one arm, 12. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. So, after mentioning that rather successful frupple, from earlier on, I found an example of where it didn't actually quite work out so well. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Who so, think? Yeah, I would have thought one would provide the pattern for success for all others to follow, but apparently these things have gone about forming a thruple in very different ways, and one has obviously worked well, and this one has gone to crap. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Washington Doctor is charged with trying to hire Dark Web Hitman to kidnap his wife and inject her with heroin twice a day to stop her divorcing him after he invited another woman into their relationship. I think he got things kind of the wrong way around at some points there. Yeah, but let's be honest. If if you're going to entertain this thruple idea, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you just kind of float that out there as happenstance conversation? Yeah. You know, you're out with the wife or whatever... And had a couple of glasses of wine, took her to a nice dinner and said, you know, I've read this news story about this guy that has this perfect thruple. What do you, what do you think about that? And then kind of get her reaction, right? right. Like, like see what she has yeah. to say about it. Yeah. And Rather then, than just kind of yeah. dropping yeah. the bomb right on him. Yeah. I think it's like salary negotiation. Right. The first person to say it loses. Mm. So you have to beat around the bush to get her to come up with the idea. 
So if you so if you do beat around the bush, does that increase the chances of the thruple or not? If you spend enough time around the bush, yeah, okay. oh, that makes sense. Yeah, but but not the presidents. No. Okay. No. Of course, um, the, the, yeah. back to the whole introducing the thruple. Yeah, it's dangerous because she might suggest it where you're in the minority. Oh, oh. not the devil's threesome. No. Oh, that. But that's a good point. Yeah. That is a good point. You could never trust a woman who tried to get you into a devil's threesome anyway. Mm, so that no. would probably be for your benefit in the long term because that would tell you right True. there and then you need to divorce her. But, but, but that is something to be wary about if you're considering yeah. going down this road. You, shouldn't, you wouldn't think you'd have to clarify that, but if you're listening, it's probably in your best interest that you do. Just, you don't even want to be that one in 10 or one in 100 where it really, really is a disappointing evening. Exactly. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, if his wife didn't agree to the threesome, I think then he should have injected her with heroin and asked her again, got her hooked on it, and then only promised to give her a fix if she agreed to the threesome. So he'd have got his threesome and wouldn't have even had to go on the dark web to hire kidnappers. Right. But obviously this guy's got a lot of money because that'd be a huge heroin habit to support. Well, he's a doctor, so he's probably got easy access to it. Yeah, but he could be like a doctor at a school. You know, like Doctor of Mathematics or something like that. No, I think it's in third. He's a. Uh, so is his plan to keep her hooked on heroin forever until she changes her mind? I don't know. Well, pro- obviously not now. The fact this is a news story probably means that somebody somewhere's put a stop to it. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. He's said to have given instructions and goals for kidnapping a estranged wife. The person would be rewarded. For fulfilling the goals with Bitcoin payments. Yay! Yay, Bitcoin. Yay. Unnamed journalists, I wouldn't put my name to this article either, uncovered the plot during investigation into the dark web. The FBI were alerted to the plot, and the dude, because I'm saying that because I can't pronounce his name, it's just LLG. Oh, that's his last name. His first name's Ronald. Let's just call him Ronald. Yeah. Rather than Leg. Leg. Has uh, since been charged with a plot. The allegations brought against him. Oh, is the neonatologist? Neonatologist. Yeah, that's what they I said. make a lot of money. Yeah, that's what I said. What's that then? Oh, that's the the baby doctor. Is it preemie? Yeah. Preemie baby. Yeah, doctor. preemie baby doctor. Yeah. yeah, if they're born before you know time, if they show up oh, a little right, early. Yeah. Well, the shepherd should know because he has all twenty three seasons of ER, which he's yes. watched multiple times with his wife. So we're on season eleven right now. Yeah. He's been charged with attempted kidnapping, which can carry a 20-year prison term. And the F- oh, the FBI were actually tipped off by his wife, who herself was informed by a group of unnamed international journalists investigating the so-called dark web. So, yeah, he probably didn't go about it the right way. That's real amateur approach to getting a I agree. trouble. Well, I'm thinking the dark web is not near as secure as I was led to believe if the journalists are finding this and hashing yes. it out. I mean, is there just like a well, go to Hitman RS, you fill out a form and... Uh, somewhat similar, because you use something called the Hidden Wiki, which gives you links to all these different stores where you can buy things in, whether it be like drugs, firearms, or Hitman, or whatever else it is you want. And there's various marketplaces and... If you sign up with a membership, you can talk in forums and, you know, do buy, sell, exchange, all this other type stuff in there. And I guess these journalists, you know, created a, you know, spoofed identity, went in there and just monitored the communications and got enough information to get leads to investigate it. Wow. Oh, it's one. Just as well we hate Nike. Just do it. Many wear large logos on their T-shirts are seen as more promiscuous study finds and as an example, they've given a photo of what gender, I'm not sure, wearing a large Nike logo. Is that a man or a woman, or would you not want to guess? Man, that's a that's a tough guess yeah. right there. I'm, Even Austin Powers wouldn't be able to tell yeah. quickly. Is that a gender-neutral person? That might be. Is that what that means? I don't know. Oh, I think you can see it's Adam's apple. In nature, males putting on grand displays signal signal investment in reproduction. That's about the most romantic way I've heard that explained in a while. Right. Is that like the peacock? Yes. You know, with all the big 
Yeah, um, big tail feathers. Yeah, things, the, yeah. You know, definitely. It, that's yeah. where that song "Shake Your Tail Feathers" came from, right? No, that came from a different bird. Oh, I don't well, know what bird? But you're 100 percent sure it's not the peacock. No, I'm about 92 percent sure it's not. Okay. The I don't think they shake the tail feathers, do they? Well, maybe they do. I no, know. I'm pretty sure they do. Uh, Pat, any inside information on the peacock? I'm going with Max. Yeah. Uh, See, I, I I think the peacock right. shakes the tail feathers, and that's where that song came from. Yeah. Who sang that song? I don't know. It wasn't Kanye. It wasn't Kanye. Okay. It sucked. Okay. A U.S. psychologist set out to see if blingy clothes serves the same role in humans. Again, I don't know where the tax dollars are going for. Blingy clothes, like uh, blingy, like bedazzled from yeah, the eighties, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. People evaluated a hypothetical in other language, completely made up. Man, based on the size of the brand logo he wore, luxury displays are seen more as an indicator of investment in mating than kids. Wearing smaller logos was associated with trustworthiness and reliability. You know, I'll buy that because I went to Dillard's several years ago and bought a bunch of Ralph Lauren Polo white dress shirts. And so I always knew what my size was. I'm like, okay, yeah. And I grabbed like four or five of them right out of the stack. Just, you know, checked and made sure they were all the same size. Didn't look at any of the shirts, right? So then took the shirts as they were, took them straight to the dry cleaners or whatever, picked them up. One of the shirts had like a little colored horse on it rather than just the, you know, standard one color. It was all kind of fancy, you know, looked a lot better. Three of the shirts just had one color stitch, but the fifth shirt had this ginormous polo horse on it. You know, the, the little logo that we all know, right? I think I've worn that shirt one time. I did not know, and it, it just looks a little promiscuous. Bad. Yeah, a little promiscuous. Yeah. Do the women they respond to that shirt though? Yeah. Do they know the shepherd is up for it if you wear that shirt? Oh. That's really what the but the article's implying. Yeah, that's what it's inferring. I'll have to keep that in mind. Yeah. I'll have to dig through and see if I still have yeah. that shirt. Big logo seeks action. That'd gotcha. make a good personal ads headline, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, it'd make a good marketing campaign. Yeah. Well, Nike can't scrape the bottom of the barrel any further, so they might as well go with that. Well, that's true. Yeah. But also, does that mean the people that are on like Tinder have big logos on their shirts? Yeah, but they're not representative of what they can fulfill. Oh. It's overcompensating through logo size. Gotcha. Unless the wolf generally wears a large logo on his t-shirt. What large logos are those? Because my Adidas ones are only about that big, and my Under Armour ones are even smaller. Okay, then. Yeah. Yeah. I know what I'm projecting out there. Right. So do the ladies. Most of them. And it's a lack of enthusiasm and general responsibility. So if you do sound like you might be interested in that, you can drop me an email at thewolfandtheshepherd at gmail.com. So, the theory was that such audacious displays of wealth are enticing. Uh, here we get to the real crux. Oh, of it's all about the gold diggers. Are enticing because they signal a man's economic power and ability to invest in their offspring's futures. That in the corner went from men being promiscuous because of the size of their logo to about women being gold diggers. That. Now I'm Kanye buying. was right. He was. Yeah. But, but he's always right. He's always right. Except even, for, even when he contradicts himself, he's still right, because he was right at the time when he said it. Right. Because that's the approach they use with this Dr. Fauci dude who's contradicted himself. I can't tell you how many times, but he was right when he said it. True. But then he wasn't right later on. Do you think Kanye West and Dr. Fauci are friends? Doubtful. Dr. Fauci's a moron. Kanye hmm. is a genius. Uh Kanye is a genius. Doesn't he have... He has, like, a shoe brand and everything. Yeah, Yeezy. Yeah, how big are the logos on his stuff? Well, because it's a designer shoe, I should imagine the logo's decently big, so people can make sure that you're definitely wearing Yeezy shoes, or maybe the shoe is defined by not having a prominent logo, which is how you recognize the brand. I don't know. I wish we could afford those shoes. How do you not know this? What... Kanye West's Yeezy designer sneakers generally look like. I mean, do they have a big logo on them or not? You've got some. I just wear them once, throw them away. Yeah. So sell it. No, no, that's not true. You sell them on eBay for thousands after you've worn them, just like with your underwear. Thousands of cents, not thousands of dollars. Let's not get carried away. Moving on. Moving on. 
let's move on to large luxury, luxury product logos and enhance social competitiveness and male attraction. Whereas you see, that's a whole bunch of written down here. There's one comma in there and it ends with perceptions of trustworthiness. And then there's a period. That was a bizarre ending to that story. Yeah. I think he started off with good meanings, switched to the gold digger thing, then dropped some acid and then didn't finish off the article properly, but I'm glad they still published it though. Yeah. No, so am I. Poor editing. It is poor editing. Yeah, lazy writing. Here we go. Nothing out of the ordinary with this story, really. Florida man arrested for reportedly tossing gator into Wendy's. Oh, I think I saw this. There's a video that goes along with this, right? Um, I don't know. I was sent you the original screenshot. Oh, I found it. I probably did that. Yeah, well, I probably didn't even look at it. Yeah. Now in England, tossing something means a little bit different than it does here yeah because there's like you call somebody a tosser yeah and it's basically the same as wanker which means what you remember those um surgical gloves filled with that warm water right yeah it's along those lines gotcha yeah tosser self-growth you're a tosser you're a wanker wanker tosser (laughs) yeah so anyway florida man arrested for reportedly tossing gator into wendy's he was arrested oh now it says he not even allegedly, was arrested for throwing a live alligator into a Wendy's restaurant drive through Oh, you didn't say it was alive. Yeah. Well, why would you throw a dead alligator? Come on, it's not pervert. Yeah. Well, that's true. That would be animal cruelty. Joshua James was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, illegally killing, possessing, or capturing an alligator, and second-degree larcenary petty theft, according to Palm Beach Sheriff's Office. He has not been released on bail as of Monday afternoon. The incident occurred in October, but James had only been arrested recently by U.S. Marshals. Is it illegal to own an alligator? I think you just can't transfer ownership of the alligator without some pretty deep paperwork and that's the law he broke transferring an exotic animal without a license you know so if you throw an alligator into a window you're saying hey it's yours now and that's illegal but what if he was trying to exchange the alligator for chicken nuggets wait why would you go to wendy's their chicken nuggets are inferior well i mean maybe the dude likes that maybe he wanted a baked potato Mm -hmm. and chili And he's like, hey, I don't have any money, so here's my alligator. Well, what, what if the meal was actually for the alligator? He didn't oh. want the alligator to eat in a car because it's a messy eater, let's be honest, and probably poops there as well. So he's throwing the alligator in there. Yeah, just let me eat his food in there, then pass him back, and then you can give me my food in a bag. But they probably freaked out as soon as they saw the alligator, didn't give him a chance to explain himself. and Or, you know, <laughs> in this country, you're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. What if the alligator smelled the chicken nuggets and, and jumped itself yeah jumped yeah. out of the car into yeah. wendy's because he wanted some chicken nuggets right and now this poor guy that was just trying to take his alligator for a car ride is now been arrested it was three and a half feet long so it wasn't even like a super small yeah that's a decent sized gator yeah i mean not like the ones that you always see on the news where it's like giant alligator walks through the golf course or yeah. whatever but I mean, three and a half foot long, that's a decent sized yeah. gator. Has anybody ever thrown an alligator at you, Pat? Or has one wandered up upon the island that you live upon? I have I have encountered alligators in their natural habitat, but yeah. I haven't had one thrust upon me by yeah. another person. What about you? Have you ever been thrust upon by an alligator? Either with or without human assistance no i i'm i'm basically in the same boat as pat here i have seen them in their natural habitat and seen them at the zoo you know no. but i've never pet one no never that, had one thrust upon you no but no. now i feel like i need to add that to my bucket list that i want to pet an alligator All right. um rainforest cafe right out front oh, oh yeah yeah that's the uh animatronic one yeah i feel bad for that alligator because people throw money at it like throw coins and he's just yeah. sitting there trying to entertain people. Right. Like why, why do people yeah. have to be so cruel he to does animatronic it, he does it animals? For, he does it for the artistry. He doesn't do it for profit. I wonder where all those coins go. Because yeah. the food there is so expensive. If they would just scrape all the coins out of there, they can knock everything on the menu down like two or three bucks. Yeah. Here's a story. Again, Florida, not involving an alligator this time. Florida nurse, 55, chokes Uber driver from behind and then bites into his neck like a pit bull in an unprovoked attack. 
I don't know if I buy unprovoked. Thinking the same thing. Yeah. I think I think as we get deeper into the story, you're going to find out why she did it. Probably had the radio on the wrong station. True. Probably, especially in Florida, probably didn't have the air conditioning on in the car. Well, he's lucky that's all that happened. Yeah. Right. Here's a photo of the alleged attack. Oh, so the, the dude had... Neck, so he had an in-car camera. Yeah. I thought I'd wait till you two dug yourselves in a hole first before I provided the... Uh, Photographic evidence. He doesn't look like well, he's really uh, the person initiating the assault, does it? Well, no. You but don't know what happened before. Though. You, wow. you said unprovoked. That's what it there says could here. be some fighting words, mm. though, that he said something that provoked the attack. Well, let's see if we can learn more. Okay. Michelle Stillwell, a licensed nurse in Florida, allegedly strangled and bit an Uber driver during an unprovoked attack on Saturday. The driver... Michael Hassey Jr. said she had fallen asleep in his car and then suddenly sprouted up and attacked. He pulled over to escape, but Stillwell allegedly bit into his neck and continued the assault until passerbys came to his rescue. The arresting officer mentioned in his report that she was under the influence of alcohol, but did not elaborate. Okay, I'm going to go with unprovoked. Yeah. Or we're not getting all the story. Right. Hassey pulled over and tried to get away but Stillwell crawled forward into the center console and bit deeply into his neck and scratched his chest. She continued to bite, strangle, and claw at the victim, who was unable to defend himself. Stillwell's neighbors told the Florida TV news station that the attack was out of character for their neighbor. In Pinellas County Sheriff's Office report, the arresting officers checked a box indicating she was under the influence of alcohol. Okay, so the one thing that I get from this about he's unable to defend himself, yeah, I disagree with that. Because if you've ever had a kid in the back seat of the car and you keep telling the kid, fasten your seatbelt, fasten your seatbelt, and they don't want to put their seatbelt on, it, they, I know people do like what I do, and I just hit the brakes real quick and then hit the gas and make them fly around in the back seat, and then they put their seatbelt on. So we could have done that. I mean, he's driving the car, right? He could have swerved around, you know, smacked her head against the window or something like that. Well, it didn't say she wasn't, you know, I think until he parked, it doesn't say whether she was a well, seatbelt off at that point. Well, yeah, but the, the parking part is where he made the mistake. Yeah. I mean, he could have just went nuts, started drifting and, you know, doing donuts and all kinds of stuff so she couldn't get to him. Mm. Then the cops are going to say, hey, that guy might be drinking or something like that. Let's pull him over course it's probably one of those situations where it's like where's a cop when you need a cop you know somebody runs a red light next to you it's like hey where's the cops at you know but then you go five miles over the limit and boom they got you i love how you've successfully armchair quarterbacked being bitten in the neck by a woman yep in the back of the car while you're trying to perform a public service via uber what about you pat you think you'd be able to fight off a woman biting your neck in the car why would i want to is the big question well you saw the mark, mate. That's, that's not playing around. Nah. I mean, I know some people pay good money for that, but I, apparently you uh, Look at that. Does that look like the face of a man who's happy? No, it does not. But honestly, yeah. he's an awfully big guy. He should have been able to handle Well, you'd, you'd think so. He's you'd got a terrible so. tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really yeah. is atrocious. Yeah, maybe that played into the attack. So, last... Back, back to provoked. Yeah. There you go. She didn't like his tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just getting... But hurt and being a snowflake if you're getting offended by that. Well, that's true. Yeah. But we don't know that the mm. nurse wasn't a snowflake. That's true. Lots of unknowns in that story. Mm. Yeah. I feel like there's that balance of there's a lot more to the story, but I'm not interested enough to read it if they publish it. True. So the last one for today, I'm a bit surprised that this didn't work out, but it's entitled Smile. You're on Jihadi Camera outcry in Iraq over prank TV show that has fake ISIS fighters kidnap celebrities strap suicide vests to them and tell them they'll be executed this sounds fantastic absolutely right? look yeah. I'm gonna tune in uh, oh wait, look you and I on this podcast have talked for a long time about how lazy Hollywood has gotten right. there is some dude somewhere that is creative and I don't care if it's HBO Netflix Hulu whatever Somebody needs to green light this show. Right. But you've also said that 
we've always looked for ways to make money but haven't followed through with them. We've kind of missed a trick on this one. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. How did we not come up with this? this yeah. This is extremely creative. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm like, yeah. please do not disappoint yeah. me and say this doesn't really exist right. because I want to watch this right. like right now after we're maybe, done. Maybe we could take the idea and kind of run with it here and either do kind of like Antifa kidnappings or far right white supremacist kidnappings or something kind of you know bring our own kind of little bit of domestic terrorism into the uh, show and uh, right and especially because hollywood has also said that because of all the covid stuff and everything they haven't had enough to do here we go i mean you could take some d-list celebrities right and, yeah. and put them into this i mean they have I mean, all like those... megan markle well she doesn't live in the u.s anymore does yeah, she, she does she lives in california mate i thought you told me she moved to canada no, I didn't tell you that. Why oh. would I tell you that? I'd have been happy. You'd have remembered the connection. Oh, well, maybe you said California and I heard Canada. Yeah. It's basically the, the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. So, Pat, before you give us a uh, rundown on whether you would watch this show, let me just tell you a little bit more about it. It says, the stars believed they were visiting a displaced family for a charity show. But once inside, actors disguised as jihadists stormed the home with gunfire. The celebrities were tied up, blindfolded, and strapped to suicide vests. An actress in her 50s even passed out with fear during the horrifying prank. What do you think about that? And Pat, would you watch that show? Absolutely. Oh, this yeah. sounds like the best episode of 24 I've ever seen. This sounds like the greatest show ever made. Well, yeah. Apparently it's got cut off. I wonder if there's a place on the internet where you can download it. My, my 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 question is, what do they do after this? So you're sitting there with a suicide vest on. Now do they make you go commit a crime in their you know, oh, benefit? Like, yeah, like challenges. Well, no. You know, like Survivor, yeah. where it's like, Ooh. oh, you see where I'm going with Absolutely. this? Absolutely. No, no. If you're going to make it realistic, what needs to happen is that they need to get, you know, a plant in there. Somebody's actually working with the show, pretending to be one of the people who's been kidnapped, and they fake beat the crap out of them and sure. take them away in the next room and you can hear them being tortured and he comes oh. back in with all this makeup and then they just sit there for like a day and a half without any food and water, you know, just to make them convinced it's real. Right. And then, I don't know, take another one out, kind of like hear lots of screaming and that person never comes back. That makes sense. Yeah, kind of go that route. I mean, if you're going to go all out, go all out. Don't yeah. You? I read some deal on the internet and I got to be honest with you, I think this would be a great idea for a TV show, for a yeah. reality show. Yeah. So you take 12 men, you put them in a house, yeah. and you say that one of the men is gay. Okay. The other 11 are straight. And the 11 men have to convince everybody that they're gay, and whoever ends up at the very end wins the prize, right? So these 11 straight guys are told there's only one gay guy in the entire house, right? They're trying to figure out who that is, but at the same time, they have to pretend to be gay and convince everybody else that they're gay. But spoiler alert, they're all straight. Because I was going to say... How do you win? Well, it would be pretty easy for the one gay person to do something pretty quickly, which would prove he's gay, which would not be acting if he was straight. Right, but the but the hitch in here is there are no gay people in there, right? So this is going to be a one-off ep one episode then? Or no. you just talking about it's the contestants who are fooled? No, because they, they're sent home. You know, uh, just like the, the typical show where you got to send somebody home so they're voting on, you know, who they think is gay. Right. Right? So they have to basically be stereotypically gay on the show to get the votes and you can't vote for yourself right. and so the whole goal is to be the last person on the show right but the whole time nobody's gay so yeah. you vote for the person least likely to be gay well no you're voting for who you think is the person because you tell the you tell everybody if you can figure out who the gay person is then you win but spoiler alert nobody's gay but if you sent the gay person home on week one, show would not right. be real interesting. Or, right, but, but who gets to decide in vote about who they're accusing of being gay, or does everybody accuse somebody of being gay? In which case, they're all the ones which they're all got it wrong. So surely they'd all go home the first episode. I don't know. Whoever wrote it on the internet didn't think it all the way through. Yeah, I don't. No, I think that, that the jihadist with the suicide yeah, vest is yeah. better. So anyway, let me just finish off with the details about the show. 
just in case we decide we want to make a version of it. In one show, comic actress Nesma passed out with fear after being fitted with a fake suicide vest and was only brought round when the presenter poured water on her face. Now, again, Mr. Trick, should, that water should have been from waterboarding. Right. Not to give the game away straight away. So, in another episode, Iraqi international footballer, soccer player, Allah Mawai, probably didn't pronounce that right, but he's not listening, who has played 44 times for his country, was blindfolded and filmed begging for his life. What looks like a close shave is in fact a candid camera-style television show airing during the Muslim holy month of Ramadan that has tricking celebrities for laughs to a new level, and it's causing a scandal in Iraq along with accusations of bad taste. Okay, so I'm going to guess because you use the term presenter that this is obviously a European or a UK show. Because we always call them hosts in the US. Well, it's, this is an English article. Oh, well, you didn't tell us that. Wow. I think it's in Iraq, so clearly it's not an American show. Well, no, I mean, like, production-based. Mm. So I didn't get led to believe it was an Iraqi-based show, yeah. like Iraqi producers and all that stuff, that it was some other country that was going over there to do it. Right. So Okay, well... You, in, we don't have a name for the show? No. Oh, that's unfortunate. Well, it's probably in Arabic, isn't it? So even if it did have a name for it, I wouldn't be able to see what it, see oh. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic show would not want to be a guest star on that show. True. Right. Yeah. I, I suggest, Pat, you be very careful traveling. I know you just got back from India, but, I mean, due to your star status, you could end up on a show yeah. like that. Well, and the crazy thing is, so let's say you find yourself mugged and strapped with a suicide vest right how do you know if it's real or part of the show i would probably take their word for it that it was real i i would not want to go ahead and say you know what there's a good chance this suicide vest is fake right so then you're okay with with blubbering on the air and perhaps soiling yourself for the amusement of your countrymen you know one of the hidden things in that article is probably all those celebrities ended up with a bunch of money like if right. they would have completed the show they would have ended up money for charity and all that and now all those charities just lost out i mean we could have set that up for charity for surgical gloves for doctors so they didn't have to go to home depot and buy them anymore yeah but have you also thought that the celebrities, if they're probably mainly actors and actresses, might have been in on the whole thing right from the start and they were just acting, being scared and being terrified because sometimes, you know, people's reactions to kind of like fear isn't something really erratic. It might just almost be like going catatonic or being absolute complying and there's no interest in watching like hostages sitting there not scared to say anything because they all think it's real. I'm pretty sure they must have had some plants in there who were acting all kind of crazy and whacking out because otherwise they'd been boring to watch. Right. So basically this news article could just be some PR for the show. Right. I mean, it yeah. fooled us if it is. Yeah. If it's not, then I'm going to be disappointed we're not going to get to see this show. Right. Well, with all that said, thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Pat from On an Island with Pat Beeman. Glad you could join us, and we will catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wolf and the Shepherd podcast. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, thewolfandtheshepherd.com, to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes when you get a chance. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for additional content. Join us next time for another episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Ooh.